0: So y'all gonna have to excuse me. Um it's been one of those weeks where shit is just not going the way that I want it to go. So but today is Thursday, June the twenty ninth. It's almost July. Good evening. I am Your diva, your girl Sasha coming into you live for another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. So we got a lot to get in. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to catch up on. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time. Let's get into it. Beauty swing, y'all there? Right here. Okay, okay. How are you? I'm very happy to be here. Very good. Good, good, good. Um too damn hot. Yes, that, <laughs> that's an understatement. That's an understatement. So, um, it's been, what, about two weeks since we were, has it been about two weeks since we were last on? together
1: i think so yeah just about
0: yeah um so there's been a lot of things going on since we were on air last um last weekend i went to um i went to my friend's wedding um she got married uh june 24th so i went to her wedding, it was a, a pride wedding. Had a good time. Um, you know, it was <sighs> emotional, but it was a good time at the same. Um, and then this week, I have been running. I started, I didn't get back into town till Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, didn't have anything to do Wednesday. Today I have been seeing doctors. Um, when you are battling cancer, you have to see a lot of doctors. Um, you're not just gonna see one, your oncologist, you may just see your oncologist, but Depending on what is going on, you're gonna see quite a few doctors so um, that's what I've been doing uh pet scan <sighs> then I had a dentist appointment, then I had to go to cardiologist um so it's been really busy for me, so I'm not my usual happy peppy laughy self because I am tired. But I'm just yes. adorable. Thank you. Um I did get good news today from my oncologist. Um my pet scan um showed that there was no there are no growth of the cancer in my body. Um. Yeah. Or my, yes, there's no growth in my uh, breast. There's no growth in um, my liver, or my lungs. And when he said lungs, I was like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. You, I just, what? I got cancer in my lungs? Oh, my God. And he just said shit to me, and it's like, the what are you talking about wow. but anyway anyway, there are no new there's no new tumors. The tumors are not growing um and my cancer markers that that signify how much cancer there is in your body by your blood um my cancer markers have dropped significantly. They were, when I first started seeing the oncologist in uh, February of 2022, right after Michael's death, um, my cancer markers were like 315. The last time um, I did blood work, um, which was in May, they were down to seventy. So, um, that's a good thing. That means that now I don't have to have my PET scans every three months. I can start I can just have them every four. And um still have to continuously watch my um my heart. I'm having another echocardiogram in August. Um. So that's just a mini update about what's going on with me. So the hot flashes, the weight gain, the emotional up and down. <laughs> um, it's working. So I am officially in menopause.
1: Yay! <laughs> fantastic
0: yeah it it's really good news i i will I'm one of those people I have to process my overthinking my overthinker type of brain um, is just kinda like oh wow and i'm I probably what I'm gonna have to do is get on the phone with or see my friend Dorian. who used to be uh, my cancer navigator. I'm going to have to see her and um, tell her everything. And then she's going to probably look at me and be like, that's great news, sis. And then it is like, yeah, yeah, that's really good news. And then I'll probably be a little bit more exuberant because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still over, I'm thinking like, and with, you know, you just, you just never know. You just never know. Um, so I don't want to get too happy. And then the next thing I know, Shit hits the fan, but I'm gonna get happy. Um, I haven't had my cry yet, so once I probably talk,
1: Tom? It may not come this time.
0: No, it's gonna come. I'm I'm holding it. I'm holding it. Let them be happy
2: and hopeful tears.
0: Yeah,
2: let your
0: tears have a purpose to dry out all that fear and to be happy and hopeful tears. That's what I yeah yeah that's what I say too. Um, it just I just haven't purpose. Yeah, I just haven't allowed myself to to cry yet. Um, it almost happened today, um, but I kind of like. Napped it back and um, but yeah so that's that um do y'all have any good news to share? That's really good news. I know I sound kind of like damn you. That's good news and you're sounding like wow. I know and <laughs> I know. I, I, if you don't want to I have a mini
2: party. Have a mini have celebration a little... for every little every little thing that happens, every little piece of good news. Have yourself a mini celebration and celebrate and if the tears come, they'll be happy tears. Just be happy and celebrate every little milestone because you're a fighter. And fighters yeah. crush everything. So you made that one milestone. Be happy with every milestone so that you can really navigate and fight to get to the other milestones.
0: Yeah. That's true.
2: Just get a get a cupcake, put a, a celebration in it. Milestone number one. Put a little candle in there, blow it out. Either by yourself or other people, and just be happy. Say so this is one to go. I got 70 million more, however many more dollars it is to go, and to knock another one off there, like a firefighter. Or you're going on a on a journey, a mission. You're on that mission for your health. Just make it a great occasion because this is something to celebrate. A lot of people can't say it if they beat that one milestone. But you can.
1: I agree with that completely. Very well put.
2: And we'll celebrate with you. You can get on Facebook and we can celebrate with you.
1: Absolutely.
2: And I blow some weed smoke in the town. Just let me know. And pretend you smell it.
1: Yeah. Sasha? Maybe her happy crack came. Is everybody still there? I'm still here. Okay. You hear me, beauty? Yep, I'm here. Do we meet Sasha?
2: She may be having
1: her happy cry. Okay. okay. She deserves it. She has she has busted yeah. her ass the last couple of years.
2: It's answers a hard, battle. I watched my dad fight it. And I watched my auntie fight well, a lot of my family. And it's a battle. And it's a big when yeah. you. you got somebody to fight with you.
1: Right.
2: That's so why I got to get my ass back into my primary care because that's what they were watching out for for me. Yeah, I come from a, a cancer family. And that's oh the scary part of going to the doctor. It's a very scary part about going to the
1: doctor because you're scared you're going to hear that, especially feeling how well, I feel I need, now. I need both of y'all here, so you need to get to it. Yeah, I'm going
2: I, I to find a primary care. I do. i got to find one. It's kind of hard to find one.
1: with my insurance. It's hard for me to find a dentist. I was just going to say, did you find your dentist yet? No. I
2: mean, I, I, with Allstate Insurance, every provider that they gave me and I called, they said they haven't, they don't take Allstate, so I'm going to have to figure out. I got to get them, a, give them a phone number and let them call and tell me and tell state that they don't have Allstate Insurance when they're on the Allstate Insurance list. Right, right. Because
1: I am I going insane. Uh,
2: there's nothing like a tooth pain. I. It's
1: horrible. You can't even think around it. <laughs> yeah, you cannot no, think,
2: think so. around. It. I mean, I'm going to say mm-hmm. uh, her computer went dead, so she got to uh, she got to charge up a little bit. She'll be back. Oh,
1: okay. She just keep talking. Well, I had some. Oh, and I other did have some. Please do. No, if you had something to say, please
2: continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yours is important, beauty.
1: Well, I. Um, For those who don't know, Tuesday was National HIV Testing Day. So Uh, every, every year I go and I get tested, like, for everything. I do what they call an STI panel just to make sure everything's healthy. And, yes, I am married, and we are separated. But I still, you know, I still, even when we weren't separated, I still do it every year. Sometimes I'll do it twice a year. Um, yeah, so I is. went and I did my STI panel, but then I also checked my A1C, and fortunately, it's back up. So I have to go back oh. on that phone. Yeah, kind of bums me out. But it's not as bad as it could be because I know what I have to do because I've done it before. I had my A1C down to four, so I know I can do it again. It's just a matter of um, getting back to eating healthier because I would started drinking like sugary drinks again. Um, I'd stopped that a long time ago and was only drinking water for the most part. I may have a drink of something else, like pineapple juice, like maybe once or twice a month at that. But um, now I have to go back to my water again. And also get making sure that I get some cardio exercise in every day. I was doing it every uh-huh. so often, but I, I had gotten off my schedule of like every day, but one day a week. I need to do yoga or, you know, dancing or I'd do something to get my cardio up. And uh, I didn't have to get back to that. But it was very, it was, it was, it made me very sad because I'd worked really hard to get down, get my A1C down. Um, for those that don't know, I did have a heart attack in 2017. And the irony in that is the day that I went to have the testing done, on Tuesday, was the day after my anniversary of my heart attack, so it kind of worked out at a very strange time. Wow. Um, but I'm trying not to get too overwhelmed by the information. But I got a bunch of stuff happened today. I was told that I've been hacked on my phone and on my social media. Uh, I may have to I may have to move in two to three weeks. <laughs> And I've got a list of about six things that all of a sudden went completely on my car, so I have to have them all fixed right after 4th of July. So then um heavy, heavy. And you so, have to call
2: me. I, you have a number, beauty. Call me when everything goes shit.
1: We'll talk. I, I don't
2: care. And if I you appreciate
1: call. that. I do. I do appreciate that. It's just that everything hit today. And I've been doing so well with my anxiety and depression. So I, I was thinking that I'd, you know, be okay. But by the time the afternoon got here, I just wanted to go to bed. But what kept me out of bed is the fact that I was meeting with you ladies. tonight. So, um, y'all already know, I appreciate you, but today I appreciate you even more because when I get to spend time with y'all, I feel better anyways. So that's my goal for the end of this discussion get good news oh, about so the oh, Yes, I will absolutely.
0: Okay, yeah. sorry, um, I'm, I'm back. I don't know if y'all knew yeah, I was we gone. Go.
2: Yeah, we know you were gone. Okay. Um, my dad
0: on computer. I forgot to plug it up, and it went dead. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: happens <laughs> to the best of us.
0: Yeah.
2: Sometimes and when you plug them in, the, um, the plug is so big and heavy on computers for some reason, and it'll fall out. That's, a, that's what my issue is. It'll fall out sometimes. You
1: no, mine didn't fall out. <laughs>
0: I just didn't plug it in. I completely, I completely forgot. I, and I looked at it, and I'm like,
1: what's wrong with the computer?
0: And it went completely black. And then I look from the side of it, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, I didn't feel the pain." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. At the worst possible
2: time.
0: I know, right? It's it's like
2: when you weren't honestly, downloading something or uploading.
0: Something. Yeah, I, I I agree, but you know, honestly, I don't know what the hell is going on um, with me and this show. I don't know. I feel like sometimes (laughs) there is this cloud, this black cloud over it. Like something is always trying to get in the way. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, but it gets so tiring. Like, uh, you know, I constantly have to fight Everything, <laughs> and that means it's worth it. Do everything, mm-hmm. and um, constantly having to fight for every little thing, it wears you down, and it it wears on you. And I'm getting to that point where it's like, fuck it. And they want you
2: to do. But no. Yeah. When well, after but, the time, they want you
0: to give up. They want you to stop.
2: But if you feel like it's worth it, then you know what to do.
0: It's worth it, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to. This is your baby. Yeah, but I, you know, fuck them kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: Sometimes you're it's me, just you. you know sometimes it's just fuck them kids. It don't mean that you don't love your kid. Now I don't have children but you know, it I don't think it mean it doesn't mean that you don't love your child, that you're not gonna provide for your child. You are doing everything that you can to love and provide and, and give your child. The stability that they need, but sometimes fuck them kids.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
0: what it is. Fuck them. Fuck them kids. They eating, they got something to eat. They eat up their mom and daddy food. It's summertime. They just doing whatever. And if a mother, especially a single mother, and she's just, she's giving everything that she can She deserves to say, I done made sure you eaten, you got clean clothes, I've I've done everything that I can for you at this moment right now. Fuck these kids. And that's how I kind of feel about this show. Like, fuck this show. I love it. I love y'all, I love what I'm loving what I'm doing I'm loving the new things and the the avenues uh, that are waking up for me and what I'm now learning you know but
1: yeah
0: I say it with my chest
1: fuck this show we'll all together
0: Hey, you know, sometimes you need a break.
1: Absolutely. So that if you, you
0: need can a break, come back. Just breathe. Nah, this ain't no just breathe. This is a, I don't need to look at you. I don't need to think about you. I don't need to try to discern you. I don't need to make sure that you, or I don't need to make sure that this shit is running correctly. I just don't need to, and for me, that's my self-care, and I can say that, and I have no qualms about saying it now, like, fuck that book group, I ain't going, or, um, Fuck her. I'm sorry. I ain't going. But I, and I don't mean it in the way that it sounds. Cause I know some people are like, "Oh, that sounds so ugly." No, I love you. No, I do it all the time. I say suck stuff fuck all the time.
2: And not yeah, this. but
0: fuck you. Like, like I love you to death. And but fuck you. Like I, you know. Yeah. I I need a break from you. I need a break from everything, and I'm gonna take it, and I need it so that this is so that I don't get burned out, so that it does not become a chore, so that I don't you know fumble the bag, because I'm gonna get this motherfucking bag. Oh, best believe, I'm going to get the bag but I don't want to get the back in the in the midst of me trying to get that bag. I don't want to fumble what I got and fuck it up before I even get my bag. So, yeah, this, I got to say, fuck this show for a minute. I love mm-hmm. it. If you want to take a hiatus, take a hiatus. Oh, a hiatus am? doesn't mean permanently. A hiatus means no. you're
2: just temporarily.
0: Exactly, I and took that's a break what I was from
2: doing. my job for a little while, and I came back and now I'm motivated again. I took exactly. almost a year, because yeah, you get birthed out, doing the same thing, hearing the same thing, being the same thing, so I did, and exactly. there's nothing wrong with taking a hiatus, period no not, not, nothing wrong with
0: it no mm-hmm. period, pooh, because, um, in the midst of doing this show, I mean, it was a great outlet and it is still a great outlet and i love it i and i do and i love i love working with y'all but yeah mama need a break mhm so i'm gonna finish for- out this and i'm gonna do what i said i'm going to do but then i'm taking a break cuz again fuck this show <laughs> No
1: ma'am, no ma'am. Very clear. I think we're all we're all good about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I,
0: one, still the be here. I just no, want I to never be sure. I just want. get you. mad. I mean, we're still
2: here. We'll still be here for you. Just 'cause y'all do the show, I mean, we'll disappear and evaporate into nothing. No. I mean, most
0: definitely not. We'll still be here. My mm-hmm. ass will still be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but I just you know sometimes you just need and I and I don't want that you know I don't want that for y'all either I don't want y'all to get the same get to the same place where you like fuck this show fuck okay. her fuck this show I ain't getting paid you know, I like would
2: we'll do it I would do it every day it's just once a week maybe twice a week so there's no way I could get burned out for that because I ain't
0: doing shit at home
2: yeah, I and do didn't
0: get that. With Yeah, but I'm I'm like I'm doing a whole lot of other shit on the back burner that you know a lot of times I'll just say a quick thing to you all about oh what I'm doing but I've been working on it for two three weeks. And I'm just now mentioning it to y'all. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, okay, you got to slow down for a little bit. You, you Like, I know you, like, you know, and this is a conversation that I have with myself. Like, you feel good. I know you feeling good. I know you feeling better. But bitch, you got to slow down. It's, uh, slow down. Slow down. Just take a few breathers (sighs) and just really kind of slow down. And that's what I got to do. Because I'm getting, when I, this was one of the reasons why my show in 2016. Because my best friend died. My health wasn't the best. Um, I thought that I had cancer then, and then when I found out that, you know, when we, when we found out that I didn't have cancer then, by then Michael and I were already married because I'm like, no, we got to do what we got to do because boom, 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 and all these things just started boom, boom, booming. And though, and then when I found out, oh, you're not sick, you don't have cancer. Then it became a whole nother thing of, oh, come on, Michael, we gotta go do this. We're gonna do that. And so we just up running. And we were going and we were just going and going. And I did not stop and slow down and take care of myself better and doing. And in the midst of that, I said night talks. Was I mean, because I, at, at that time when I started the show in 2012 up to 2016, um, the show had went viral, like, two times. Like, I I was getting, I had listeners out the ass, I you know no show that i didn't do and i'm not bragging is i worked hard to get my to build up my listening audience from 2012 to 2016 and i was pumping out 30 40 listeners to one show at one time not including the ones that would come back and listen to it again so I was busting my ass, and my best friend passed away, and I was just like, I didn't say it then, but I basically told Michael, "Fuck that show, I ain't doing it no more." What you mean you ain't doing it no more? You almost there. You almost can go get monetized. You're almost at that point where you you're getting enough listeners that you can get monetized. Fuck that shit. I'm
2: retired. You did it before and you can do it again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what happened. And I don't... It's It's crazy to repeat and keep doing the same damn thing over and over. So, you gotta learn from your mistakes or... Not necessarily a mistake, but learn from your past and do better. And that's the point that I was trying to make. No, so, I mean, you know, my friend, she's pumping out the listens. Like, she's been doing her show for a year, and she's got over a 1,000 listeners. And I'm like, yeah, go. Ooh. I know what that felt like because I've done that before. I've had that hit before. Um, and I know that, you know, it feels good and, um, it's really good feeling to know that what you're saying is people are receiving it and people are receiving you, so you may not always get it. They may not always say anything but they are receiving you and getting what you're saying. And so, and I feel like people are doing that as well here. Um, It's just, you know, I having, she tells me, don't say you have to rebuild. I'm like, but I do. And that's okay. Because when you, I'm going now with a better foundation. So when you rebuild, you know that you got to, that foundation a little bit higher to to make way for the water and the waves that roll in and hit up against your foundation. And you know that you got to secure that a little bit better than what you did. So it's okay that I have to rebuild my living It's okay. Yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it better. Than I did the last time, so you know. There you go. That's that's a little Sashaism.
1: That yeah, a I do. Yeah,
0: you know, I um I used to have um ideas of merchandising, and I was going to make T-shirts that had uh Sasha says on the back and then I had all these little um, all these little quotes that I used to drop on the show and, <laughs> and that was part of my branding and that was part of my merchandising that I was going to do but then I said fuck this well anyway
1: back to what well, we were supposed to what's most important oh sorry did mean to cut you off but I no, go ahead. Go ahead. This. what's most important in this is that you take care of yourself. All the rest of it will fall into place.
0: Absolutely. But you have
1: to carry you first.
0: Absolutely. And um, there's no point in doing all of this hard work and doing all of the things that I'm doing and trying to get better and then not take care of myself. That's kind of idiotic. You know what I'm saying? And um Tasha ain't no idiot, honey. All right, I'm brains on top of brains on top of brains on top of brains on top of
1: brains.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got this big head for nothing. It's not just a hat rack. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So Uh, I feel better. I got that off my chest. Like sometimes you get sometimes you just have to say shit and you have to give it a voice. So that you can um first of all identify it what it is and second of all so that you can work through that. And come to some type of resolution within yourself. Because if you don't vocalize things, that's like when you don't vocalize your anger, your sadness, or your rage, it then, you internalize it, and it then begins to eat at you.
1: It manifests. hmm One of the things I found amazing about my auntie, rest in love, um, is that she had problems with her lungs for about 20 years, and they couldn't diagnose her until probably the last Mm 10th. But in doing so, it was realizing that she had been mourning the loss of her father and missing her family so much that I think it actually... Materialized in her lungs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again,
2: sadness and depression and misery can kill you, mm-hmm. and it can make you stop and do something really stupid that you never thought that you would do because you hold in your rage and it comes out at the wrong time, at the wrong place, at the wrong person. It can mm-hmm. really fuck you up. It has to come out. Yes, yeah, it's very toxic.
0: Um, my mother. rest her soul, died of a broken heart. Mm. Her mother, which is a actual medical condition, um, her mother passed away in June of 07. My mother died September of 2008. My mother died of a broken heart. A
2: lot of
0: couples die at the same
1: time, right
2: behind each other. I'm, I'm yeah. us, uh, The father died, the husband dies, and then the wife dies because they, like, what else do I have left? I can't figure anything else I have left. This is my companion. So mm-hmm. it, it happens. Mhm. why you um, have to get your emotions in check, or or else, you feel a lot better when you're happy. You feel great when you're happy. You feel thrilled when you're happy. When you're sad and depressed and down. You feel horrible. Your whole body can ache. You feel sick. You don't want to move. You don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. When I, um, when me and when Charles broke up with me, my my chest hurt for a week. No mm-hmm. matter what, no matter how i was feeling, that thought was like my chest actually it, it hurt for a week. And then finally one morning, I think I did a lot of a lot of prayers and I talked to people, and I woke up that morning. And finally, for the first time on that eighth day, I woke up on a Thursday and my chest didn't hurt anymore. And I was like so thankful and grateful because it actually, it hurt. Like my heart was hurting. It's like, it hurt.
1: Mm -hmm. It's just
2: like my empathic ability. But my chest literally hurt for a week.
0: Like you Um, wake up, chest hurt. When Mike died, I had this sense of I couldn't breathe. I, and yeah, and
2: okay.
0: there are still moments where my grief of when I I am in the midst of that grief moment and missing him and missing what we were, what we had together, where that feeling of not being able to breathe um, comes back and it and it hits me. Um, I was the same when my mom passed away when my mom died a, a piece of me actually no when my mother died, I died with her, not a piece of me, not a half of me, not a quarter I died when my mother died. Mhm and yeah, I can't disagree for a grief words her own. They're like a whole different
2: world, a whole different universe. It's just it's a world of And there's nothing uh, that anybody can do to do it until you just really, until you feel better. I mean, until you feel better and pull out of it.
0: And it's still there. It'll it'll pop up. But I don't you know, think I you ever, it. you know, I don't think you ever pull out of it. I don't think it, it, I don't look at it as a, I don't quantify it as a way of it getting better. It doesn't ever get better you learn to live with it. You learn to embrace it because that loss, that grief, that feeling will never go away. But you learn how to incorporate it into your everyday life. You incorporate it into the fabric of who you are. And that loss and that grief become a part of you it's always going to be a part of you when people say oh it'll get better it'll get better you you it won't you know i've had people tell me oh well you know oh you'll love again you know it, it'll get better it'll get better my you know mike knew he understood he wouldn't want you to be alone it'll get better and i've had to stop people from saying that to me. No, it won't get better. It won't get better mm-hmm. until I learn how to incorporate that feeling of loss, that feeling of hurt and devastation that I feel, until I learn how to incorporate it and balance it out into the ebb and flow of who I am. It won't be better. And at this point, a year in, it's still too soon for me to think that I have the ability and the control to control the flow of emotions with everything else that's going around. So I let myself off the hook. I let myself off the hook because I'm going to... And it doesn't matter how long it takes. If it takes you or anyone else a week, two weeks, three weeks, four years, five years, that's fine. That's your timetable. You make that work for you. But for me, I don't know when I will be at a place because he encompassed so much of my life that I now have to find a way to maneuver through this new world and find the pleasures that I did without him physically. What well, helped me in grief,
2: what well, helped me get through the grief and moving on, which was very, very hard for years and years. I still cry for my father like it was yesterday. But when I started practicing Buddhism, when I learned that, we prayed for our deceased relatives. We pray for our enemies and our deceased relatives. So it helped me a lot to know that mm-hmm. I can go. And my dad's pictures on my altar, and everybody else who's died, their names and stuff are on my altar. And I pray for my deceased relatives, and that helps me a lot because I know I'm talking to my dad. Your soul is safe. You will be reborn as a new person. I will be reborn as a new person. And maybe I'll see you again. Maybe you'll be my brother, my sister, my cousin. Because I know this world. This is a Saha world. This world is where a lot of bad things happen. And you're gone from that. And so we had to really, we talked about it. One day we were like having brunch. And we talked about death. And we talked about it. And it's like, wow, I can do this. I can pray for my father. And I know one day I'll join him. One day I'll see him again. One day maybe brother and sister, father, daughter again. We'll be something again. I'll be able to see him. Maybe he's already come back to something else. I have memories and I have all that joy. So that helped me a lot because I was I was really fucked up. So I still cry when I go to his grave. And he died in the 80s. I still cry. But mm-hmm. I know I can still go sit down in front of my altar and I can chant for him when I feel at my worst. I can pray for him when I feel at my worst that he's okay. And I know he's okay. He had cancer. He had lung cancer. and He had tumors. He was in a lot of pain.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know
2: I had to let him go because when he was here, he was in a lot of pain. I saw him in a lot of pain. I, I, I left college for him because I was scared he'd mm-hmm. die when I was at, at school. But I'm done with that subject. But
1: that helps a lot of grief. Well, in my situation, I've lost my mother. I've lost an auntie. I've lost an ex. And I've lost a best friend in probably the last six years, maybe seven. And I think that both of you are a little farther than I am because although I, you know, I, I I agree with losing an adult uh, parent. It's never going to be okay. Mm -mm. And I didn't realize that until I lost my mom. Mm -hmm. There's no one who's, even if you don't get along with your parents, there is no one that's ever going to love you the way that that person does. Exactly. The way that your adult parent does. And Mm -hmm. to have, to have that loss, it, it, Talk about pulled the rug out from under you. There, there is no, there's no way to define it. Mm-mm. And my father had not been around either, so um, she was, she was everything. Her and my aunt, because um, my auntie grew up with me, because they lost their mother at a young age. My mom and my auntie. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with her pretty much. Um, so losing her was hard, was difficult because. I moved back from Hawaii to take care of her um, to take care of her and my cousin um, after she had the lung transplant. I actually mm-hmm. moved I actually moved to um, the Midwest. Had the plans of only being there for three weeks, and I ended up being there for three years. And during that time, all of my belongings, everything I owned, was in Hawaii in um, storage containers because I um, I'd moved out of my apartment thinking I'll be back in three weeks. I'll just look for something else. But I also couldn't work because my aunt was on like twenty different medications, um, and I had to keep. Track of that. I was also doing her two shots a day and taking her to doctor's appointments. So there was no time for me to work. So I lost everything. Mm-hmm. So it became it became a harder and more difficult visit simply because everything I ever owned I would lost. But I had to, I had to come to terms with the fact that it was material things, and I was still here. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. my mother came down with colon cancer. And a friend who was like a sister came down with a skin condition um, caused by an antibiotic. It was an allergic reaction that she was battling. So I was actually flying between the Midwest and here, Massachusetts, taking care of three family members. I say that mm. just to say, my auntie was very important to me. Um, I remember when I, I, I got the call that she was gone, I couldn't stop screaming. The same thing happened with my mother. I fell to my knees in the parking lot at the hospital, and I couldn't stop screaming. Mm -hmm. Um, I've dealt dealt with it the best that I can, but I definitely know that I am not in a place where it makes sense to me yet. Mm -hmm. So thinking about them or talking about them at length is very difficult for me because I get into my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, I I don't know if it's any different losing anybody sometimes. Mm-mm, it's not. Of their own place, but I think a lot is, it could be someone you, you met yesterday, it could be someone you've met your entire life. It's still a loss. Mm-hmm, I lost uh-huh. one of my dear friends a couple of weeks ago. He had mm-hmm. a seizure and passed away. Oh, um, sorry. Um, and he was somebody I didn't speak to a whole lot, but we would catch up, and it'd be like, you know, no time had passed. Mm-hmm. So I'm still learning how to grieve that too. Like I, I feel like I've been in a place of grieving for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and I've gone to grieving counseling and all of that, where you meet other people who are also grieving but I really don't think that there's anything that actually can fix it. And no, it doesn't get better. And no, it doesn't get easier. Mm -hmm. I haven't, I haven't found that yet. Mm -mm. You'll
2: find it. it. I mean, sometimes it takes help to find it. And sometimes it takes, you know, just really talking about it and getting confusion out the time. Life is fleeting. That's why I say, and I know, and I believe within the bottom of my heart, you have to live your life in the best way full of happiness and joy. I mean, I, I, I never understand people who argue, fuss, and fight and do all these negative things and life is so short because you never know when you're going to see that person for the last time. You never know when you're going to hold their hand for the last time. You never know when something bad is going to happen and something is destroyed or you're destroyed. You never know. So live your life with happiness and joy now. And that's why I just don't understand the decisions
0: that people make. That's easier. Sometimes living your life and happiness and joy is easier said than done as well. Happiness and joy is a choice. It's a decision that you make to be happy. And once you find your happiness and once you find your joy and your peace, uh, for me personally, happiness is fleeting. It comes and it goes. It's very fleeting unless you,
2: you think my you can piece, I mean I haven't found it, I just found
0: it, but my peace is more valuable to me anything. the peace that I have in my heart, the peace that i I have, knowing that I did everything that I could to take care of my husband, that
1: I gave
0: unconditionally to him, that gives me peace to know that when it came to my mother, I honored her in the best way that I could by taking care of her, by cradling her, by holding her on my arms as if she was my baby, that gives me peace. Knowing that in the last few years of my father's life, no matter, the, no matter what we went through, no matter how I felt, I did right by him. That gives me peace. And to me, having peace is more important than any joy than our happiness. And it's good to have those things. It's good to be happy. For me peace it's and joy is happy. to
1: be
0: good to be joyful. But if you can't look yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and see peace within yourself then I think it's all for naught. But that's just me. It is.
2: And It is. Me. And I didn't find my peace and happiness until 30 years. To honestly say, it, more than 30 years, about 35 years, that's when I started practicing Buddhism before I was 40. That's when I found happiness. For all those years, I had a dark cloud over my head. I had no idea what it was like to be happy or at peace. Mm-hmm. So now I know peace and happiness. I know I've taken control of my life, and that dark cloud, I don't see it anymore. It's not following me around anymore. So I know I can handle anything that's thrown at me. If, I, I have the tools to fight and, have any, and fight anything that's thrown at me. And I, I find so much joy in that and so much peace when I think about me now, the one you're talking to now versus the one before. I was a hot-ass mess. I would not be here. I will not be talking to you. So I know I've saved my life once. Since I know mm-hmm. I've saved my life once, I know I can save myself again. And that's why I tell everybody, you got to talk to me. I may not be the solution, but I can help you feel good for at least a few minutes. I mean, I, I will put my arm into it to do that. So that's why I tell yeah. everybody... You know, you got if you call me, I don't care what the fuck. Just leave, leave me one nine one one, and when I wake up, I will call you back as, as soon as I. I'm not even be wake up. Yeah, I still have have wake up wake up voice, but I will call you back. Mm-hmm. So never think you're fighting by yourself. Never ever no. ever think that you're fighting by yourself.
0: And that and I'm that's right one. That's, that's good, and I'm 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 glad that you got that for you. I really did And I commend you. And I, and I honor you. Namaste. I really do. I give you honor for that. But I'm on a different journey. Don't call me. <laughs> I know that sounds harsh.
1: No, it doesn't. It's your truth.
0: It is my truth, beauty. It is definitely my truth. Don't call me. Don't call me for everything. I don't want to save anyone else. I don't have the wherewithal to save anyone right now. I don't have the bandwidth or the spoons to save anyone. I am busy, and I am constantly saving myself. And I don't have it. Yeah, and and I and I honor that. I have it for I you. Honored,
2: I, I honor I'm not telling, I'm not saying for your journey, but if you got issues, if you got something that you need to say, I don't care if you wanna fuss and yell in the phone for three hours, I will sit there and listen to you fuss in the phone for three hours till your ass feel better. Because that will make me feel better because I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do. I was not put on this earth to do anything but help but I, I help people. And that help makes me feel better. So if you don't feel bad, you want to yell and scream and throw shit, I will listen to you do that. I'll watch you do it on camera. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this bitch, but she need me. Do it. I will sit there and I'll watch it. Again, I... So you don't I have to worry about doing that shit. I'm
0: here. I, I honor... I honored that. I Like I said, namaste, because um... Um... No. I am in a stage, and and I know you're not talking about me. I'm speaking about me. I'm speaking my truth. I'm very selfish now with me, who I let around me, who I entertain, who I let into my intersanctum. sanctum there's some things going on inside of my belly and that that I am brewing, that I am growing, that I am birthing, and I only need those that come from a genuine place, those that have the bandwidth or the wherewithal and the spoons to prop me up. I've always propped up others. I've always saved others. I've always cared and mothered and nurtured and fed and took care of and I've done that. Now I need it. And I don't feel bad for asking for it. And I don't feel bad for needing it. And I don't feel ashamed when I receive it, I honor it. And I thank those who pour into me. I thank those that stand in the gap for me. I thank those that intercede on my behalf every day. But I can't save anyone right now. I just can't.
1: I don't have it anymore. You, right you don't have to. No, it's not about saving. It's not about saving. Sometimes being selfish, more often than not being selfish, is not about being hurtful or bringing harm to anybody else. It's about taking exactly. care of you. Exactly.
2: It's not being me. the reality it's is, no fault, no harm in it.
1: if you can't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to take care of you. And, and you can't take care of I, anybody. You I can't help anybody else, you're not helping you. Don't say, help you exactly. And I always say, you have to have a back... Of energy for yourself that you can sit off to the side uh-huh. for those days that you are running low because, I don't know, you met up with a bunch of people that were pulling energy from you, or you mm-hmm. had a bad yeah. result, or you, you know, something bad happened, your car broke down, whatever it is, you can always pull mm-hmm. from that because if you don't have that, again, you end up with a person who is shallow and unfulfilled, and mm-hmm. it brings you into the depths. Of a place that's really ugly.
0: It does. Yep. I, I, believe
1: Cause I don't feel bad when I don't have the phone. people. yep. I don't feel bad when and I don't want to talk. I don't feel bad when I want
2: to do want to do want people. I don't feel bad because
1: I, I know if I don't feel good, I do to learn. Do, else. do you agree <laughs> that's something you had to learn and work on? Yep. Because I don't I don't think that that's something that we just automatically give to ourselves, and especially not fun, as women. Well. Especially it's as not, black women. Especially. It's not something that we really taught that yeah. it is important to ourselves in that way. Yep. And it's exactly, things are
2: expected of us as women.
1: And too exactly. many things are expected
2: of us as black women.
1: And that's not fair. Exactly. Exactly. And we are pulled in so many different directions that we're so busy trying to clean up everything else that we don't we don't take the time to take care of us.
0: Exactly. Uhhuh.
1: So exactly. that's exactly it's what I
2: do. I don't feel like talking to my my mouth. It took me I look at to the learn.
1: phone ring,
0: and I don't it pick it up. If I'm if I'm not feeling it, I don't do it. If you don't feel it, don't do it. Because you won't get myself on off completely. Yeah, I put mine off. on. I used to I I used to um, I could never understand why Michael used to put his phone on do not disturb, and he would walk around all day with his phone on do not disturb. And I'm like, why are you at your phone on? Do not disturb. He's like, uh, I don't
1: know. See, because I, that don't, won't turn
0: off. I don't, I don't, I, you know, his thing was, it wasn't unconscious. It was, for him, it was an unconscious act. He just forgot to turn it back on. For him, that's what he said. But for me, it's a conscious act. Sometimes I will oh, turn please. my do not disturb my do not disturb on my phone and I choose not to turn it off all day. Yep, it's conscious. It is a conscious it's choice. Self
1: preservation.
0: It's self preservation. It is. It is. And and I can say this, and she might be listening, and and we can have a conversation afterwards, which is fine. After my best friend's wedding this past weekend. I have had to take space away. Not because I was jealous, not because I was upset, because I needed space. I needed space because the amount of emotions that I felt, seeing her getting married, overwhelmed me to a point where I broke down and i don't ever want to be in that position where i
1: i was weary
0: there was a i was past tired i was weary and i've had to take space and i haven't talked to her since sunday i just i just talked to her today And it was not a good conversation because she has called me. And I could have texted her, but I know her. And a text, it would have sufficed, but she hadn't heard my voice. And she has called, and she has left voicemails. She wants to hear from me. So, okay, let me call my friend. Let me call her. Do I owe her explanation? Some may say I do, but I don't think I do. It wasn't personal. The oh,
1: whole explanation is you needed to speak. That's exactly. it. You don't have to explain any more than that. Exactly. And if she's your friend, she'll understand that completely. Exactly.
0: And that's where I've left it. And all that it caused is now for us to have a conversation when I'm ready. But right now... I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. And that's
2: okay. If someone knows you well enough, they'll figure it out. I understand.
0: And, I, and, I, and she has. She just hasn't said anything. She's going to leave it up so my to me. me out, and, understand. and that's fine that she's going to leave it up to me. And when I'm ready, she knows me well enough that don't push me. To have conversations, don't, don't force me into a corner because I'm, I'm going to retaliate. Don't do that. She's never done that. But, you know, she just knows. And, and it you, and at first I was like, oh gosh, I can't tell people this because other people are going to hear and they're going to think, oh, well, she's jealous. You think, you know, people think what they want to think, and that and what they think of me is not my concern. It's not my concern what they think of me. What is my concern is what my friend thinks. What is my concern is what you all think. And honestly, it really doesn't, it's none of my business, you know, not my concern what you all think, but. You know, we're friends, so I don't care. And I told my therapist, and my therapist was like, it's okay. You're absolutely fine. It is okay. You you move when you need to. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, you know, the old me would have force myself to have that conversation to prove something to someone. I don't have, that's the joy that I have now. That's the peace that I have now as a black woman where I don't have to be a superwoman. I don't wear that moniker anymore. Of being a strong black woman. I don't. I need somewhere safe. I need somewhere soft. I need someone soft. To hold me. To catch me. And it doesn't make me weak. To admit that. It doesn't. That's where I am. And it's a damn beautiful play. It's a damn beautiful play. There is so much strength in my vulnerability. And I don't have to give everyone my vulnerability because everyone is not deserving of it. But when I honor it and when I express it and when I give it freely for myself, there's strength in it. And I don't have to wear that mask of being, everything is okay.
1: Because it's not. It's not. I am so fucking distraught
0: some days. Some days I just get up and that's all that I can do. I don't have anything to prove to anyone anymore. Because at the end of the day, Solanda Shal- is enough. I am enough, and I used to couldn't say that, but I can now. I am enough. So that's where I am. <laughs> with tears streaming down my face, but that's where I am. And that's what this is supposed to be about. That's what this podcast is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about truth and giving honor to who you are and to who you were and to who you're becoming. And when you step away from the truth of what the truth is and what it's supposed to be, you get to fuck them kids. (laughs)
1: But
0: that's what this is. And that's what this is going to get back to. I'm going to get back to being the authentic me and presenting my truth because that's what I said I wanted to do and that's what I'm going to do. Because when you present your truth and when you walk into your truth, you don't get burnout and you don't get tired and it doesn't become a chore because it's your truth. And that's what this was for. And that's what this is going to be. And that's what this is going to get back to being. About truth. And helping people. And encouraging people. And being vulnerable. And showing my vulnerability as much as I choose to. And in the midst of it, yeah. we will have some fun. talk some shit and do whatever else I want to do. But this is supposed to be about
1: my journey. And that's what it's going to be.
0: So, we were going to talk about our cakes. I don't want to talk about my kinks. My kinks are my kings. That's not what I needed to talk about tonight. That's not what we need to talk about tonight. it's okay. And that's completely okay. If anybody listens to it and they wanna and they get something and they they hear something and they experience something from this, then my job, our job was done. If they feel at least for an hour and some change that they weren't alone, and that somebody understood, and that somebody heard them and we did what we set out to do.
1: And that's what we came together to do.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's what I'm going to do. So. Well, I guess this will be a good time to announce what we're going to be doing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> uh, time is almost And yeah. on a nice mm-hmm. note.
0: Yeah, we're just going to have a conversation like we do,
1: like we always do.
0: We're going to talk about some of the things that have been going on uh, in the world around us. We're going to just do a roundtable discussion, um, and we're going to talk about some of the I want to talk about those people, those gentlemen that went on the Titanic submarine. I just don't understand. And I probably still won't, but that's okay. But I just want to talk about it. And um, the mother and son that was charged, but eventually the charges, uh, they were charged with murder. But the The uh, charges were dropped
1: um, so as they, we're gonna,
0: as they should have been, so we're gonna talk about that tomorrow, and whatever else we wanna talk about or whatever else comes up um, our phone lines are open, our chat is open if you want to get in on the conversation and you want to express yourself if you have something to add to the conversation if you need an encouraging word stop by because that's all we got we, you know we're just three women sometimes four that um are walking very different paths in life but through the connection of one very special man in our lives, we've all been touched, and we're all connected um, in some way, and I think that's beautiful and And you know a lot of men <laughs> they don't get that praise of being able to say that they bring four women together uh in a positive way. We're not arguing with each other. We're not fighting. We're not fighting over him. We're just four women just walking very different paths and we've come across each other and we're walking together for however long this journey takes us and is for us. I'm a lifetimer and, um, I pray that that we're going to be connected for a lifetime. Because I love y'all. I do. I love y'all. And Miss D. We love you too. We love you too. So, if you want to get in on some of the love, come on, join us. We don't bite. Unless you just laugh Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. <laughs> come correct now. Don't come into our
1: home
0: being disrespectful. So, but I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. I'm Sasha and you have Miss Swing Beauty. And we got to get Digglypuff uh on air as well. so Hopefully she'll be able to join us tomorrow um, and do one of her funny reviews. I think they're so funny. Because she is hilarious, um, So,
1: <laughs>
0: Anything else y'all want to add before we go? You got anything coming up? Oh, Beauty, we got to talk about the play that you went to. We still... We never got a chance to talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's okay, and I think the time will present itself for us to talk about it. But um, maybe we, it, maybe it comes up tomorrow night. But it's not a problem. I, I, I all I can say is that I enjoyed it very much, and I think that everybody should get an opportunity to see them at least once.
0: Great. Well, so, we'll. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about,
0: we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll make sure that we get that in and talk about it and uh, go from there. So, all right. We're going to pat out. Sling, you got anything you want to add? Because I know you got to go. We don't want you late. Uh,
2: nothing really other than be happy, be positive, and be strong. It's not over yeah. yet. It's not over until you say it's over. Amen. And just hugs and kisses. Sylvia, call me tomorrow. Really call me tomorrow. She's out. the (laughs) house. Okay. Please. Okay. All right, y'all. Thank you,
1: everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hugs and kisses, you guys. Hugs and kisses. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, everyone, have a great night, and uh, we'll see you Friday night at 9 o'clock. Don't be late. Love you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>